Hello, Internet Dwellers! Welcome to the very first Ghost Hat Podcast, or as I like to call them, Ghost Casts. See what I did there? I can find the two. Okay, and also the pilot episode of our new series, Green Rumors. Now, let me explain a little bit about what this is. Um, we like entertainment. We like it a lot. Like, all kinds of entertainment. And, and we like the people who create the entertainment that we like. So, we figured that, you know, what better way to help promote these people to the masses than interview them and let you, the listener, get kind of the inside scoop on them, you know? You know, yeah. I really don't like the term inside scoop because it sounds like some sort of terminology used in ice cream parlors, but, you know, that's... That might just be me, so, but that's not the point. Anyways, future episodes of uh, The Green Rumors will uh, have interviews, obviously, um, with all sorts of people from different types of entertainment mediums, whether they're film or they're theater actors, you know, uh, performers. Maybe you like to juggle. That's cool. You know, if, if, if we can fill an hour talking about juggling and your history with juggling, I'm okay with that, you know, that's cool, let's, let's try it, you know, hey, you're, you're a juggler, that's what you do. Um, we also want to talk to musicians or, you know, and even filmmakers. So if you know anyone who would like to get together and maybe chat for an hour about their craft, give some insight into who they are, and, and help any, you know, help promote any projects that they're working on, you know, let us know by leaving a comment on our iTunes page or emailing us at talktomenowplease at randombell.com. Talk to me now, please, all one word, at randomville.com. Alright, so enough talk, let's get on with today's episode. We sat down with Bill Corey, head of the Funkin' Wassels, an improv group out of uh, Burlington, Wisconsin, and talked a little bit about the company, how it got started, and other things that you will be hearing in just a few minutes, so I'm not going to go over them. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and we plan on, hopefully, talking to more members of the troupe in the near future, so keep an eye out for those episodes as well. Okay, enough rambling. Let's do this. Enjoy. Oh, and uh, tell your friends, because we need more listeners. That would be awesome. Okay, bye-bye. I'm Jeff. Uh, worst opening ever. <laughs> we'll put some old-timey piano in the background. Ding, 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 ding. Hello, welcome to the Wild West. Here's my interview. I say, Georgia, let's have a nap. Yeah. Apparently, we're all Irish. Or not Irish. That wasn't oh. Irish. No, no, Come I on. was Irish. I was going to say <laughs> that first. Yes. Mine, was, mine wasn't. No, it yours was British, New English, proper. <laughs> <laughs> While you're doing your little interview, I hope my little interview, thank you for trivializing my work. I appreciate that. And my project. And your project. Your cleavage is not a hook, my lady. <laughs> Cut. We're done. <laughs> what are we not doing? I'm just trying to think of what we're going to do. You intro it, Jeff. This is your baby. Oh, God. I'm just no, on the spot. <laughs> I can't welcome think of lines. To, welcome to our world. We have <laughs> That's why I don't do improv. We have shirts. Yeah. I know. I don't have a shirt. See, my shirt is we just can get you one. Yeah, honorary <laughs> Funkin' Wassel. <laughs> made everybody else honorary Wassels. We might as well. Kim's begging to get the one. The official Wassel historian, Jeff Bell. That'd be me. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll start this. All right. So, um, I've been recording for a while. Okay. That's cool. You know, just for fun. So the first 10 stuff. minutes of our podcast is about drowsy chaperone costume selections. And it's, you know, it's fine that way. Yeah, you know, it's, totally. it's cool stuff that for it. we can learn behind the scenes of a show that podcast people will not actually be seeing. That's also not even at the same theater. No. Even no. if it's period, you could fit two and a half of you in that. See, Bill hasn't even stopped doing that. <laughs> no, I'm still not. I'm, yeah, I'm still doing it. Sorry. First of, 
it could it could easily be it could easily he had just been talking to me there for a second. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to say. Uh, but this is the start of it. So this will be this will be a nice little interview. We figured what we do is we're we're, we're sitting here interviewing um, the, uh, 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 the the person in charge of the uh, Funkin' Wassels. I'm saying that right, right? Yes. Cool. What's Funkin your Wassels? official title, Bill? Yes. Uh, God, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, we should create title. official title producer, director, host. I don't know. I go with host. I'm the host. Host. There okay. You go. There you go. So you are like the Drew Carey of who's yes, mine. Yes, that is thing. exactly what I am. Except you're a lot more talented than uh, <laughs> than Drew Carey could have ever been. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, the man looks I'm sorry, like how a many skeleton. Vegas shows do you have, hey, Jeffrey? Hey, you know what? I could have a Vegas show if I had talent. <laughs> here's, a, here's a useless bit of trivia. A friend of yeah. mine was on The Price is Right and actually got to meet Drew a few months ago. He Ooh, won awesome. an $8,000 hot tub and an exercise bike. Ooh, he, Don't use them at the same time. Yes, no. <laughs> That'd be weird. He did not get to the showcase showdown, however. Oh, well, at least he won guy. something. At least. Yeah, he you did. Know, there's so many, so many people who go on those things and just don't win He crap. had the easiest game ever, and then they made him pay, I think, something to the tune of $900 in taxes before he left. Ah. <laughs> uh, he got a hot tub. Wow. He got a hot tub in it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all right. I still have the episode on my DVR, all four <laughs> minutes of his claim to fame. There you oh, go. my God, there he is. He's right there. He had the easiest game in the world. It was, here are four numbers. Push it this way, and they make one number. Push it this way, and make it oh. that number. Which one is right? Like, really? <laughs> see, see, that's what, I, was, we were, I was watching some older Prices Rights episodes, and, you know, they would do one where it's like, okay, you have to guess the exact price of this item on your first try, or you are screwed and you do not win it. And then, so that person doesn't win it. Then the next person gets offered a car, and all they have to say is it high or low. Yeah. And they win. And it's sitting like going, I would be pissed if I was that person beforehand that'd be like, ah, uh, high or low, or no, I don't know, four ninety five wrong. Oh, I lost that car. And then they maybe turn they didn't and really it. have the thing to give away, so they intentionally tanked it by giving them a shit game. Are that you accusing? Of, you're accusing Price of Right of being a giant scam? Aren't yes. You? I don't know what you're talking about. So yes. Bob Barker's gonna come and spay and neuter you. <laughs> maybe, yeah, or at least out. punch me like Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I'm alright with that. I'd one. be okay with that. <laughs> there you go. If Bob Barker showed up and just Price you know, is wrong. Punch sucker punched me or whatever. I'd be okay. I'd be like, hey, I got sucker punched. I got by punched him. by a really old guy. <laughs> <laughs> shoots down my shoots down my you know like my it, sort yeah. of like getting your ass kicked by Mickey Rooney. One of those things where it would be the best story to tell ever. <laughs> So I was eating in this restaurant, and Mickey Rooney decided to show up and just kick my ass. <laughs> to get my ass by, to get my ass kicked by Mickey Rooney, I'd have to like sit on his foot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he has the dexterity or the skill. Or I just energy. saw him in something. What the hell did the I Muppets? just? Was he in oh, the Muppets? Yeah. Is that what it was? He okay. showed up briefly in it. Yeah, he was on a bench going. Right. You know, his son was actually the one of the dancers or something like that. Oh, oh he's yeah. a choreographer. Choreographer for it, it and he was okay. visiting. I heard his that son. on a podcast. What podcast was that? That was... Would that have been the Nerdist podcast? I think it was. Which we will now like to cross-promotion. Cross-promotion. I hate you. Hi, Chris. Promotion. Hey, promotion. <laughs> like there you go. It's like not actually We're helping. Promoting. We're helping. Come on, this Chris. Is, you know, yeah. we're showing you I hope help. it was a Nerdist podcast anyway. I hope so, because right now... Ron, woo, we're going to be in trouble. Well, we'll just edit that out later yeah, when I realize what podcast anything. it was. <laughs> Can I just say that every single time I've ever heard somebody say, we'll edit that out later, it never actually gets no, edited out. Well, that's, that's because that's by part. definition, if you hear them say, we'll edit it out, right. they didn't edit it out. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That gets said way too much. I like it. Yeah, Jeff. Way to go. 
But that last part that you guys that didn't was hear, awesome. because I love. They're never gonna tell that story. Oh man, that was the best twenty-minute joke we ever had. On the show. Oh boy, I don't think I could repeat it. Woo, it was wonderful. Never again, ladies and gentlemen. This is why improv people don't get paid. It's not all gold. Speaking apparently. of getting paid, Bill, what do you do for a living, and why do you do improv for funsies? Okay, um, I the am show. the proprietor, owner, entertainer, main dude of Bill Corey Entertainment. Best title ever. Um, I have been uh, working in the entertainment industry for about 20 years. I started my DJ career straight out of high school, getting paid 25 bucks to lug in the speakers and record cases. Yes, like 45s um, for a DJ in the area. Um, and then 45s? I don't know what you're referring to. This is a digital age. Oh. Like 45 megabytes? Yes, yeah, those that's are exactly like small, what it was. Small yes, albums. That's, that's really, a, really tiny flash drive. Yes. <laughs> okay. You can also use them to throw at your enemies later. That's about all they're good for now. <laughs> oh, and, Frisbees. And, yeah, okay. basically. No, but anyway, um, he would do weddings, and he would pay me 25 bucks to load in his stuff, stand there for two minutes and look like I knew what I was doing while he was off going to the bathroom and then load his stuff out, and I would get fed because, of course, the wedding people back then always paid for your meal at the <gasps> thing. So okay you'd, get a, you'd get a meal, and every once in a while a girl would want to dance with you for no particular reason. And Anyway, so I never really thought that I was going to do anything with it, and then one day... Uh, the guy that I was working with was completely stuck for a song, and I will never forget this. I said, play Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. This is how long ago this was. <laughs> the song was new. And um, he was like, I've never heard of that. And I'm like, trust me, it'll work. And it worked. It packed the dance floor, and he's like, wow, you're really good at this. And I had my own show a month later, and I've been doing it ever since. So started in 92, 1992 was my first show. I was back in the day. Back in the day. Yep, yep. So, and I've been doing it ever since. I also work for a company called Game Show America, where I actually host game shows around the country, um, doing things like Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud, that sort of thing for corporate events, fundraisers, stuff like that. And, let's see, if, as if that wasn't enough, I am also one of the organizers of a game convention called the Gaming Hoopla that raises money for the American Cancer Society. What's the website for that, Bill? www.gaminghoopla.com, G-A-M-I-N-G-H-O-O-P-L-A.com. May 4th, 5th, and 6th, come check us out. And I'm on the board of directors for the Haylofters. Hey, Haylofters. Yay. We love the Haylofters. <laughs> they also have a website. Yes, they do. www.thehaylofters.com. I'm glad you know that. because I, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> as a matter of fact, BillCoreyEntertainment.com, too. See? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Do we miss any Nerdist uh, GSAPro.com is Game Show America. There you go. <laughs> Hmm. So we're giving out domain names at this point. Uh, I just like yeah. Google. I think they're a nice. Google's a great yeah. www.google.com. That one's pretty people, amazing. People, you need, you know, if you're listening to this and you 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 want to just kill some time, pause this and just Google Google, and you'll have fun yeah. for like hours, <laughs> basically anything you want. All right those there, websites we just said are going to get ones of hits. It's yes, <laughs> ones upon ones. Ones upon ones of hits. I, because I, I'm sure there's at least three people here who all go to them right now. I, <laughs> there is one website that I don't even know if the guys that I'm sitting with know about. It's called lmgtfy.com. It stands for Let Me Google That For You. Yeah. And it has a little search bar. And next time somebody calls you with a stupid question because they could have just as easily Googled it, <laughs> you go to that website, type in the, into their search box, and it'll generate a link. Send them that link. And the link, when they click on it, it will show the Google page and then a mouse cursor slowly panning to the thing, clicking and then typing in whatever you typed. <laughs> and then we'll return the Google, the actual Google search thing. So it's a nice little middle finger to that, all the dumb people in the world. That is pure genius. Isn't that awesome? Wow, I wish I came up with that. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. I used to use it quite a bit when I was a mortgage broker. <laughs> what are it's, 
<laughs> hey, that's why you're not a mortgage broker. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. You gave a lot of people a digital middle finger. There you that's go. Why <laughs> I did. That's why you've been degraded to you know hosting an improv show. <laughs> and trust me, it's an upgrade. I joined the mortgage broker business a month after the housing crash. Oof. Actually, a, a month call. before the housing crash. I was no. about to say, why'd you join after? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a lot of industries going down. I'm there, joining it right there now. There was a lot of open jobs, I'm assuming. That's true. Oh, and I'd be like, woo, I finally got this job. And a lot of open windows, too. <laughs> and a lot of bodies flying <laughs> out the open yeah, Pretty much, yeah. Oh, it got so dark so fast. I don't understand. <laughs> well, that's depressing. Let's talk about that some more. No, so, death, that's cool. Yay. So, now that you do Funk and Wassels, what are the Funk and Wassels, Bill? Funk and Wassels is an improvisational comedy troupe formed in Burlington in 2011. Um, right now, we are concentrating our efforts on doing fundraisers for local community theater groups, including the Haylofters, where we are um, right now, actually. Yes, speak. Did we mention on that stage. We are, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sitting on the stage, very cool, you know, under the lights. The Wassers, the Wassers will be taking the stage in about three hours and ten minutes, as a matter of fact. So, so when um, we post this, everybody look at your calendars, notice that you missed the show already, <laughs> get sad, and then, then look up the website, funkinwassels.com. Yeah. By the way, wassels, you really it? need to pronounce the first N thoroughly. Funkin', I said yes. <laughs> I know, but it sounds a little bit like the I don't know other what thing that sometimes. There is a there is a level of, of questionability about what the actual word is, depending upon how you pronounce okay, it. Okay, so you know what? This story deserves to be told, and because the guy is sitting here whose fault it is, I'm, we're going to do this fault. right now. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> your fault. For why? So why here's, it's here's the deal. The very first show that we ever did, we were not a troupe yet. We were just, it was a one time fundraiser that I had organized here at the. At the hayloft, we were a club of idiots. Yeah, we're basically a gaggle gaggle of fools. Is it a gaggle of fools? I'm going with that, even if it isn't. I thought that was like crows or something. A bit of funkin' of fools. A funk a funk of fools. A funk of fools. That sounds like gefilte fish. That sounds like a Jewish meal or something. Anyway, watch. I'm going to be the focused one here. How do you like that? And he's not even heading this interview. Anyway, the story goes really fast. One of the games that we play is called Whose Line where we uh, get the audience to write down sentences, stick them in the performer's pockets, and at random points they have to pull it out. If you've ever seen the show, Whose Line Is It Anyway, you're going to recognize that. Which we are legally nothing alike. No. No. Legally, we have nothing to do with either show. We we use the three greatest words in the English language, or four, in the style of, which to CYA, so that way we don't get in trouble. Good call. So anyway. Legal disputes. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, because I swear to God, if they come sue us for us, they're dumb. I don't know. We just just insulted Drew Carey. (laughs) That's a good point. I'll edit that out. (laughs) Again. Again. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, our our buddy Dan, sitting to my right here, um, got one of the sentences, and the sentence was supposed to be, look that up in your Funkin' Wagnalls. But Dan apparently can't read. So, no, <laughs> so I can it, read fine. People can't write correctly. <laughs> it's the handwriting. Yes, of course it's everyone's fault. Yeah, but not yes. mine. Not clearly. So he said, that up in your funkin' wassels. And immediately the entire crowd broke down because nobody knew what the hell he had just said. That's okay. Neither did I. And neither did you. <laughs> yeah. And then it became a running gag. So when we got back together in January to... Um, what are you doing? <laughs> we got back We got back together in January to go over the video from the show in September and discuss the idea of making a permanent troupe. Uh, we were hunting around for a name, and I proposed Funkin' Wassels because uh, even on the video, it was still funny three, <laughs> four months later, and so we went with it. So it's the great in-joke of our, of our troupe is that nobody has any idea what it's called. That's a good way to do improv comedy. Lots of in-jokes that only we're going to get. Oh, yeah, what's even better is callbacks to three weeks ago. Those are my favorite. Always a good call. Callbacks to shows that people... Arizona is my favorite country. In South 
in the southern hemisphere. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a I, great country. In the I was hemisphere. tempted because I, I I attended last night's uh, show and I will be again here for this night's this night's this not night's? tonight's. No, uh, I was tempted to when uh, it came up to shout out a film title to do Revenge of Watch Out for the Falling Walnuts. You know, just to <laughs> call back to the last previous show, <laughs> but I thought that was stupid. So that's why instead I did the. Uh, the, uh, well played, re- sir. Revenge well played. of the Revenge of the Coconut Thrower, or whatever that was that I came up with. Why, what's In Swahili. The revenge. Yeah, why is it all revenge? Why is it revenge? So angry. He's. Man. They're very angry people. Why would you throw coconuts? See, you don't throw coconuts normally, so you, you know, obviously this guy is angry. They probably... Well, you can't say that. We don't live anywhere near any coconut trees. Well, I buy if coconuts. If we had coconuts around, we might play with coconuts constantly. Haven't you ever gone to the store and thrown a coconut? I don't think they have coconuts at don't the store. Yes, they do. <laughs> See, I Where? thought yeah, they at, did. At the grocery stores in my town have coconuts. <laughs> or how about if they just throw a can of coconut juice? You know, that's the same thing. It's in a hard shell. <laughs> so with with the whole extra exploding factor, yeah, which would be today. awesome because coconuts don't normally explode. So have you ever thrown a coconut? Uh, uh, actually, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're lying to me right no, now. No, 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 no. I was in the Dominican Republic uh, in October of 2011, and it was uh, they were falling out of the trees, actually right outside of our apartment. So we grabbed a couple and we attempted to open them. Uh, by bare hands, by actually... That was a good call. You know, yeah. tearing them apart. Could not do it. Grabbed a rock. You know, cliche movie moment. We're like chucking it on the rock. Couldn't break it. So we actually just started chucking them against the tree to break them. And, and uh, finally some guy walked over with machete and just like lopped it up in the air and swung at it and, cra- and grabbed both of them and then handed the two sliced coconuts to us. As, it, I was too, because I don't think that man actually worked at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a hockey mask on of Ran, any sort? Uh, random no, guy with machete. But, you know, maybe he was like Jason in the new gen. You know, maybe they're like, oh, it's all about the face. Jason gets days mask. off. Come on. And he was enjoying himself. <laughs> it was, he was down at vacationing in Dominican Republic. <laughs> That's right. He saw an opportunity. He had his machete. He took it. So, you know. You know, I, the, the first part of your story, I want so badly to, like, conjure the mental image of the Ringo Starr movie Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that's like <laughs> banging. Sounds like it. with Tom Hanks, and I wondered if they had a volleyball sitting nearby then. <laughs> no, like but Spalding or something. Like, but the yeah. whole time that I was sitting in the well, beach, I kept looking out of the water, hoping to see some floating volleyball coming into shore, and be excited and being like, "I found him! I found Tom Hanks's character." Are you guys MythBusters guys? Oh yeah, big okay. MythBusters. Did you see the latest episode? Yes. No, is it the duct tape one? Yes. Oh no, I duct haven't tape seen it. Stranded yet. on a deserted island oh, with only duct tape. I saw a preview of it and I, w- I wanted to see it so bad because I'm like, they said they filmed in like the same place for like where Lost filmed at mm-hmm. in Hawaii. And that, so that's they, why you wanted to see it. No, it wasn't the reason no, why. No, that's I mean, the reason you wanted thir- to see it. See, I'm sucking up because we talked about who's lying. You guys might, might be copyright infringement. I love Lost. Lost is a great show, ABC. So you yes, know, what? JJ Abrams. JJ. JJ. Well, I'm already telling the nerdist. You know, maybe he'll listen to it. So then he knows JJ and he'll pass on JJ and then I'll be on the next God, I show. Hope not. Should we throw an Adam Savage plug in here to just complete we the should. trifecta while I like we're at Adam it? Savage. There, there Adam Savage is awesome. Being. Don't try this on Twitter. So. <laughs> See, I'm helping. I'm helping. <laughs> it's um, a great, great, great show. Actually, he befriended a chicken and named it Wilson in that in that episode. That's one of the... Well, that that's was, right, he did. <laughs> he befriends a chicken and like makes it his pet and it sleeps in a little bed that he made out of duct tape <laughs> underneath his hammock. Does he put a bloody handprint across his face at any <laughs> no, point to make I, it... I, I, think, I think the trick is <laughs> that Rambo, the chicken already it? had a face, so oh, he didn't need okay. to put so one on there. Put the he already had it. something to emote with. It All was, right. It was an important piece of his... He did make a really bitchin' fedora. 
That was kind of. Yeah. Awesome. He made a, yes, he made a duct tape fedora. You gotta see it. It's pretty cool. You, you have to you have to watch this episode. Apparently, I need to go and find it. He put like on some now. pretty dope sandals. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty cool. Nice. It was pretty cool. And, uh, and Jamie made or uh, yeah, Jamie made sushi somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course he did. Of course he did. That that mustache of his is just is powerful. He has all this. <laughs> It's just it's 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 the walrus thing in front of his face. Hey, can I just say that my favorite it. moments in any MythBusters is when Adam Savage just starts to do impressions of Jamie <laughs> when he's cranky about something. Oh, I don't well, I've, I've never had fun in my entire life, and I was born with this hat on. And <laughs> <laughs> I love the MythBusters. It's so good. It's so Dirty Jobs. Dirty Jobs is a great. Are we going to say as many shows as we possibly can to for like one of them to go? Hey, listen to this podcast. I love. Well, I'm you sorry. Know, do you have a topic? That Mike we should... Rowe is amazing. You know, I've actually asked you questions. Damn it. Well, I'm trying to think oh, of any right. other questions. Ah! All right, so fine. We'll get back on topic. We're talking Dan, about Funk and Wassels. We yes, are. Funk and Wassels. Well, so. Funk and Wassels. Funk See, there you go. Funk okay, and so anyway, there are um, eight stage performers plus me, the host, and then we have a support staff of, I don't know, five. It keeps five growing. Folks. It just keeps growing. Every time we do a show, somebody's like, that's awesome. Do you need any help? And then we get another one, So it's which is totally cool because the more the merrier. They're basically groupies. And yeah, see, basically. now I have yet to ask but I have been participating and helping anyway. It's just out of the kindness of my heart. That's a bunch of crap. You it's asked for a shirt crap. about 15 minutes ago. Right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Sure that <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, it's Sailor Moon. Chinese, Japanese. So for those that You are... know, Bill, I don't know if you're aware of this, but screaming out, hey, it's Sailor Moon on a podcast doesn't help people very much. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. It's like, well, let me show you this really awesome comedic bit where I use my hands. For those of you at home who are listening right now, uh, Dan's wife, Kim... Who have been? Who has been part of some of our some of our audio podcasts? If you listen to the Midnight Sleuth, and is, and is the latest person to beg for a Wassel's shirt. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. She asked immediately. She didn't um, ask day one. We didn't have shirts day one. <laughs> so she asked day two. Um, she's actually been trying on clothing, not like stripping down in front of us and putting clothes on. She's been walking, you know, nicely into the other room you and changing. Have told them that, man. People would be like, oh, "This is awesome." It's Every time they need to listen to the show just because of that. Now, Look, it's like, suddenly okay when it's faceless people in the great wide internet, but if it's his friend sitting next to him, he's hitting us with a water bottle. Repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to beat you so hard with a water <laughs> So she's been uh, changing, and we've been, they've been giving her uh, yes or yay or nays for the uh, clothing that she's been in for a show. For, for a show Drowsy was, Chaperone so. playing at, uh, what the heck? Lakeland Players. The Sprague Theater. Sprague Theater. The second two weeks of May, Drowsy mm-hmm. Chaperone. Tickets cost money. You can buy them on brownpapertickets.com. Yep. I don't remember how much they I'm are. in that show, too, So, yes. which is why she's asking my opinion on yes. stuff. Yes. Could you regale us with a portion of your lines, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Feltzik, producer. I lost my leading lady. I gotta stop this wedding or I ain't worth squat. Now tell me, Bill, how many more lines do you have in that show? Oh, I have a ton of lines. I don't have any oh, more lyrics. Oh. I don't do any. That's, the, that's all of the singing I do. See, those are, those are the greatest musicals, because I was, I was in, uh, I was in uh, Once Upon a Mattress as King Sextimus. In high school. Sextimus. So I had four lines in that whole show. I was in three major musical numbers, never had a single line. Sextimus? Sextimus. Yeah, it's his that name. That sounds like a Transformer, but he, in a Transformer. He runs around movie. grabbing all the girls' butts. Oh, I, 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 was in that show. I was in that show as well, as oh, okay. a matter of fact. It was a good... Matter of fact, there was a picture of me in the lobby at the Sprague from 20 years ago yes. when I was in it. Yep. Oh, okay. I'll have to keep, I'll take, it, take an eye on that. Yeah. Take it, take I was, I was take dauntless. Take it, take it, take it. So... <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I love playing the king because that was great. Because they 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 tried pulling me into like a lot of the big dance musical numbers, and I'm like, why am I in here? They're like, you're a member of the, you're 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 a member of the the chorus. I'm like, no, I'm a member. I'm King Sextimus. 
Like, this took, like, a week before they realized Sextimus that. Sextimus Prime. And then Seriously, it sounds like Sextimus it belongs Prime. in a Transformer porn. Maybe in the sequel to Once Upon a Mattress, the porn sequel. Once Upon a Time on a Mattress? Once Upon a Time on a Mattress. But with Transformers. It turns into Once Upon a Optimus no, that's, that's Prime on a Mattress. That's what that is. Transformers is in a, a whole other podcast that we can mention called Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. It's a great show. Also a good show. I believe it's, like, episode, like, seven. I was on an episode of that, actually. Yes, I, I, my name was set on Dan it. Dan was, was very set exciting. on by Ralph Ooh. Garman Ooh, to Kevin Smith. It was wonderful. It was great. It I was, felt so warm and fuzzy. It was Ralph, amazing. I, I, love I, you. I, made, I, made, I made Kevin Smith laugh, which just makes me entertained. Yes. I, and, I, and I was happy for you. I live part, vicariously through other people a lot. It's a part of my life that I'll never forget, so... Kim can hardly move and walk in this dress that she's walking across the stage in, so that'll be great to perform something And I'm assuming. Another great visual story. <laughs> so I'm trying to think... Uh, it's the theater of the mind, Dan. Speaking of theater, <laughs> since we're and in things theater. that happen in theaters, right. the improv show. Yes. Bill, what happens during this improv show? Well, for about two and a half hours or so, we play a bunch of short-form improv games. Um, as you heard me mention before, the, we use the phrase in the style of Whose Line Is It Anyway, the TV show, which you can still watch in ABC Family pretty much every single night if you want to. Seems like it. Yeah. Um, but it's anyway, great. we basically, we have a larger version of that. Um, those shows are broken up into half an hour things, and I think they used to record like four at a time is how they did it. So basically, t- picture four episodes of Whose Line Is It Anyway, and that's us. Um, we have eight performers instead of four because we like to spread it around a little bit more and it gives us a little bit more flexibility to do different stuff. Um, and that way we don't have to have Dan sing. <laughs> yes, this is a brilliant and, plan, Bill. Any more, any more than the Irish drinking song. He doesn't even... That uh, barely oh, counts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three-headed Broadway star definitely doesn't count. That's a word. You can't sing a word, can you? I guess you can. It depends on who you are. That's true. There's a few of our people that try real hard to make it happen even when it shouldn't. So, Lots of things shouldn't happen at our show, but that's a good point. <laughs> anyway. Including burping thing. Oh, sorry. Anyway, what? Yeah, what? Oh, we're oh. not discussing that. Yeah, especially we're... not on a podcast that's going to end up on the internet. <laughs> you if you're interested in what happened, please don't contact us <laughs> at all. I probably don't want to. Know. No, I'm I'm kidding. That's uh, a lie. Let's just say let's just say that um, the performers that I have assembled for this troupe. Um, tend to go to the bad place reasonably no, often. again, that was not our fault. That was the crazy audience member's fault. <laughs> okay, fair they point. They gave us the lines, man. Yeah, okay, fair point. Yes, it's that same Who's Line game that we were talking about where we derived our name. So. That game's dangerous, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it spawned an uh, improv group and lots of dirty thoughts that made me want to take a shower. <laughs> Speaking of dangerous, you realize that one of the games that I'm going to insist that we introduce is the world's most dangerous improv game, right? Yeah, you can keep saying you're going to do that. <laughs> well, we'll see to, how many takers you get in the group. I have to go by the the mousetraps. If you've never <laughs> if you've never se- if you've never seen this, um, Brad and Colin do a show called Two Man Group that's currently on Netflix streaming. We love you, Brad and Colin. Yeah, we love Colin more. Sorry, Brad. Ooh, anyway, snap. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Now Brad's going to sue us. And I, I was care. at that taping actually, the one that's on Netflix. Yeah, were you? Was at the Paps in Milwaukee, and I was at yeah. that show. Yep. And they, they play an improv game where they actually mash like two or three improv games together, but they coat the entire stage in mousetraps and then take their shoes and socks off and put blindfolds Blindfold. on. So they have to do the entire scene blindfolded while they're busy stepping on mousetraps and whatnot. And I think that Dan would be spectacular at it. Dan's toes disagree. <laughs> there you go. And more than likely, by about halfway through the whole bit, they're just at this point trying to throw or purposely get the other guy to step on or catch a uh, mousetrap. Yes. So, I mean, it, it's pretty much, it gets to a certain degree. 
It gets to a certain degree. It gets to a certain degree <laughs> where it's just all about the, uh, the the bodily harm to the to each other. So, but it, isn't that really what improv? No, it's not. It's not at all. It's not even close to what improv's supposed to be. About. No, it's but, really not. But I will say this though. I mean, I've I've been to I've been to almost. I think I've been to almost all. <laughs> You've been to almost two of them. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> We've done to, four shows. And now. I've been to three of them. I've been to three of the shows. And tonight will be the fourth show that I've been to, and every all, every single one of them has been very entertaining, very very funny. Thank you. Very hilarious. Thank you very and much. It's, it's funny every time, and it, it, it keeps getting good. And I think the whole crew of people that are that are up here working are, are very funny, and you know, and, you know, it's improv, so obviously not everything is going to work. But no. not everything's gold. No, we, not everything's gold. And we I have about that. we have about nine mottos. This is it, it bears <laughs> mentioning that we, <laughs> depending on the circumstances, our main motto is no scripts, no sets, no problem, mm-hmm. which is very that's our sort of our press motto. But not everything's gold is one of yeah, them. It's a very important one to remember. And failure is funny is our private motto. That's what we use when we're when we're talking about the games because I think one of the things, especially a couple of our performers like Rob leaps to mind oh, yeah. um, that when we first started doing this he wanted to be perfect all the time he wanted everything to be money he wanted it to nail it and he got mad at himself when he didn't and and, and it took a while to kind of pound into his head that failure is funny it's yep. just as funny to watch people suck on stage as it is to for them to be perfect because if everybody was perfect these games would take two hours yeah, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. in some cases it's, it's in, in depending upon the situation sometimes it's actually funnier when you yes. stumble and you, you can't come up with something Fast enough. Sometimes those are the are the funniest moments of oh, of an entire of the show or of that moment of that minute. So I mean, oh, it's yeah. it's 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 kind of a uh, you know you got to give to and, get. So and you know it's one of those things where uh, Rob described it best actually when we were talking about it. He's like it's, it takes a completely different mindset than anything that you would normally do when you do stage work. And I mean, I've been in the entertainment business for 20 years and one of the things that you learn in every other form of live entertainment is prep, prep, prep. It might look like you're only doing an hour's worth of work on stage, but for every hour on stage, there's like 10 hours of prep work that goes into making that one hour awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not always like that. And when it comes to improv, there is a lot of behind the scenes work that gets done. There's a lot of stuff that we use, you know, like a lot of, especially like myself and my production assistant, Deb, you know, we've, we've burned the midnight oil a few times building the schedule and figuring out which games work well and who is good at playing which games. So that way we give them the best chance possible. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's a whole different mindset. You got to just be able to let go and let whatever happened happen. Don't say no. Don't say no. I don't say no. Sometimes I don't know you say no. Lied. I said no. I didn't want yes. to dance a jig last Yes, night. you did. <laughs> That's why I'm scolding you a little bit. Deb so. didn't want us to play a whole game. Yes, I know. No, that was my fault, actually. I screwed up the slideshow. Way to go, Bill. She was going off the slideshow, and I, I jacked it up. As you can see, we plan these things out meticulously. <laughs> yeah. But even those moments are funny, though. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like I oh, don't it's care not if working. we're not putting that game in. We're doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah. see, it's funny. It's, it's funny when, it, when, it's, when even, even the show kind of messes up a little bit. Oh, it's still boy. funny. Right. Well, and you know, the thing is, is that we play in, I mean, the theater that we're going to be playing in tonight seats about 100 people. Uh, the theater that we were in a few weeks ago was easily the biggest venue we've ever played. It seats about two. Considering it was the only other venue we've ever played in. Yeah, it's pretty easy to be the biggest one we've ever played in. That was not necessary. <laughs> that was an unnecessary tangent that you didn't need to take us down. Thank you for making us sound like hacks. You suck. Whatever. Anyway. By the way, when he says 100, he means this place seats 6,000 people. Yes. It's 100 a families. Yeah, 100 like families. Big families. Like, what is that? Atomic families? Like yes. families. Yes. Like the Duggars could bring all of their kids. I wouldn't advise bringing your kids here, <laughs> Oh, please, Duggars, come oh. here. No, seriously, I think that would be the most amazing thing ever. I No, I'm, I'm not even 
even playing here. I would love to see 19 Kids and Counting show up and own like two rows of this theater. That would make me so happy because I would get to watch. You ever seen the movie Scanners, folks, where their little heads explode after a while? It'd be like a chain reaction. And that would be all of them right there. Because that's the other thing you got to talk about. I mean, the show the show is very, very funny. And we you know, you, you keep mentioning about like whose line is it anyways. And, and it, it is definitely along those lines. But it's definitely a little more... I don't want to say grown-up version of it. It's basically what I'm sure, like ABC had cut stuff out that was too far, yes. you know, for its ratings. Yeah. And this show is very, very funny. But there are moments that are definitely not kid-friendly. Oh yeah, we but, we, de- we definitely advertise for mature audiences only. Yeah, but it's still hilarious. It's still yeah. funny. It's not we, like you're ever like, we, oh, it's... we always we're we're definitely trying to stay on that edge. But every once in a while, you're gonna fall off, and we don't want to do anything too terrible right you know so it's not that it's horrendous it's not all really bad jokes but it happens honest to god if you if you let your kids watch hbo you're probably okay i mean that's you know at the end of the day we're probably not any racier than an r-rated movie Mm -hmm. i I mean i don't well except for maybe the burping scene that i'm not allowed (laughs) to talk about about. (laughs) not my proudest moment (laughs) yeah well you know you remember it Okay, I got it on video, I think, last night. Oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll it's on video. Live in, forever. I'll find it. Hopefully in the show notes, if, if he does show notes for this one, we'll, he'll put a link to wherever that video is going to end up. Yes, I'll so you find can it. See the, you can see hopefully Dan, I, Dan burping out. someone else's Would you baby. stop talking, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Speaking of not talking. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we started re-recording again. <laughs> right By the way, I'm... people at home, you did not miss anything. <laughs> We didn't just take a break. Once again, we you did, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. There's been a gag order placed on me about yes. the activities the last three minutes. Sorry <laughs> about that. Gag order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's the problem with boring. improv is you can't control it sometimes. Actually, that's the beauty of improv, too, yeah. really, if you get down to it. Because one of the things that, I don't know, you know, I'm not a... I'm not a sitcom guy. I, I mean, I watch one or two of them maybe, but really in general, scripted humor, yes, sometimes it's really good and a lot maybe even a lot of times it's really good, but it loses a genuine feel to it. You know, you know for a fact that some nerd is sat in a in a corner somewhere and wrote down stuff that he thought would be amazing mm-hmm. and taught these professional actors to say it and that's great, but there's something so much better about watching the looks on the improv people's faces when you give them a character to do that they've never seen before. Like Dan, actually yesterday, <laughs> no, let's do this because no, Dan won't talk this, about anything this else. This one I'm fine with. Right. I'm very proud of that character. We did, uh, one of the games that we played is called Let's Make a Date. Um, again, if again, you're who's like Legally line not the same yeah. as how it is. Yeah. It's spelled it's differently. A, yeah, that's, it's Let's Make a... I put a Z in there instead of an S at yeah. Let's yeah. and that's, uh, we're all good. Yep. Anyway, no apostrophe. No. I'm almost positive you can't copyright Let's Make a Date. Because <laughs> that's a phrase technically yes, right? yes let's so, take that risk that's a good call <laughs> it'll be fun anyway um when we do the these games the quirks that the different characters have i have to come up with before the show starts because i've got them all built into a presentation a video presentation that plays in the background and um when my pa deb and i were sitting trying to figure out the the quirks for a few days ago Deb came up with uh, one for Dan, and we immediately knew that it was going to be Dan's quirk. It was, it didn't even matter where, what game we were going to put it in. We knew we were going to do it to Dan. Uh, we made him a Victoria's Secret model at a fo- at a photo shoot. I was good if I and could say so myself. You were very good, yeah. but the thing that you couldn't see was the single finger that was raised in honor of me behind another performer <laughs> <laughs> while he was reading the card. 
It's I've, just initial reaction. It doesn't mean anything. And, and I've gotten that. I'm proud to say that I've gotten that at every single performance of that game that we have played so yes, far. Yes, you have quite a record. At least <laughs> one person has gotten really mad at me about the thing that I was... A, Rachel being one of the Rockettes was one that leaps to oh, mind. Oh, that she was, was wonderful. She was real unhappy with me about that one. <laughs> she did so good on that one, though. Oh, she did good. I yes, she did. One. Yes, she did. Well, and that's the thing. One of the things about this troupe that, um, that I think really makes us special is that all of the performers bring something really different to the table. Like we've got some performers like Dan and Rachel who are very good at deadpan, you know, uh, intellectual humor. You know, they're the ones that get inside your head a little bit and make you think about what they're about to say or, you know, have the real straight delivery that makes what they say even funnier. And we've got other people like, for instance, Morgan and Marion who will commit 150% to whatever the thing is they're about to do. Licorice. And just sell it and go way over the top. What? <laughs> Licorice. All right, there you go. <laughs> Or echoing, anyway. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, Again. I'm proud to say I have at least a good couple of those on tape. Yeah, oh, there you go. Much Lord. like the Victoria's Secret moment of last night's See is guaranteeingly on oh, tape. God. Oh, I love the internet. I can't wait to lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> I just won't tag you in it, don't worry. You'll, you'll be can Daisy, don't worry. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Legally yeah. different. Just that works so much stick. like the Z in the title of the game, <laughs> we're golden. <laughs> But we have, we have some performers that are really good at physical humor. We've got a couple people that are just amazing when you give them running around and, you know, acting to do. Uh, we've got uh, one of our performers, Julie. Um, I like to say that she gives good face because she has probably the best facial expressions on stage. It's just whatever she's doing, she'll just get this, like, she has this way of cocking her eyebrow that sells everything. You know, somebody says something stupid and that just breaks down the crowd and it happens almost every time. And one of the neat things is when, when I cast this back in September, um, the first production that we ever did, we went from casting to our performance in 13 days. It was, we did wow. the auditions on a Sunday, two Saturdays later, we had our performance. So I literally had 13 days and maybe four rehearsals tops to teach everybody all the games that didn't watch Whose Line Is It Anyway. I mean, Dan knew most of them because we are legally different, but well. <laughs> anyway, um, but, you know, we, we taught, I had to teach a lot of these games to a lot of these people. And so, you know, when we, we did that first show in September, we were really raw and, you know, kind of things were a little bit sketchy from time to time. But as the group matured, I'm, I'm happy to say that the things that we saw in the performers when I did that first audition have really come to grow into something really amazing i mean we have eight spectacular people that all have their niche and do their thing and they do it better than anyone i've ever seen do this stuff you know i mean that's maybe slight hyperbole there but i'm going with it anyway so there you go yes, we're so hyperbole. much better than colin and ryan and Brad. <laughs> this is a fancy <laughs> show by the way at we're using some big hyperbole <laughs> don't let that guy fool you okay because he's he pointing bug- to me opacity happened uh, about 20 minutes ago and i can I casually just drop in let's Photoshop talk more about rotoscoping oh, rotoscoping yeah. and yeah and, best and, best yeah, baby. Yeah. and 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 Curve adjustments. <laughs> there you go. You know, nice. Everybody's going to like pause that. the podcast and go do something else for me. I know. Yeah. I'll give you like five seconds because if you're a nerd, that's all you need. Cold shower break. <laughs> all right. We're good. All right. So we're avoiding things. <laughs> wow. Hey, 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 hey. That's a little bit of a humble brag. Did you hear that, Brad? <laughs> he was like, well, I, you know, we only had a couple weeks and I cast these people. And they turned out exactly as I said they would. Now, Not by that two-week performance, but by now. I'm <laughs> oh, saying God, that no. in, the, in six months. It's like anything. I don't think there's anything that's perfect right nope. out of the gate. I, I, I highly doubt there's anything absolutely perfect right outside of the gate. And, I mean, that's... And we're never going to be perfect. No, and that's good, though, that you're never perfect. Because, right. you know, if you, once you get to the moment where you're, where you're perfect, 
you know, you th- or you think you're perfect, I think you you lose a little bit of the. Of well, the there's. Spark I mean, and, and this applies to not just improv, but any aspect of life. Is there's always something else to learn. Yeah. No matter how much you think you know, you don't know it all. You never know and, anything. Yeah, you, everything. You never do. You never and know so, anything. And you know, and and I mean, especially in 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 improv. Uh, because we, you know, take a lot of suggestions from the audience. We have audience members up on stage, you know, giving us suggestions and playing games along with us. And, you know, we have them write down stuff and give them to us before the show starts. So we've got a lot of, there's a lot of lack of control uh, that plays into a lot of what we do. And so much of, much of the game's humor comes from the fact that the performers have no idea what they're about to do. They know how to play the games, but they have no idea where a scene is going to take them because they don't know what the what the audience is going to suggest. They don't know what the pieces of paper are going to say. They don't know what I've put on the slideshow. They don't know any of that stuff. So My favorite, and it's been every single time. Yeah, what I've is come. your favorite? I, can we interview him for a minute? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite has been, uh, uh, has been Playbook. Really, I loved Playbook every single time. That one has been just um, like, and last night's was last night's was no was not an exception to the rule. I, I, I the whole Cherokee Indian thing. This was, is actually one of the, uh, a gentle listener. This is one of the few games that we don't steal from. Whose line is it anyway? Yeah, um, oh, we steal it from someplace. We steal from we steal from something <laughs> completely different. Whose name will remain anonymous? Yes. specifically for this case. Uh, and his name rhym- rhymes with Brew Mary. There you go. <laughs> so Google that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, I love I love that uh, that show has been that show has always uh, that that or not that show that 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 bit has just made me crack up laughing every single and time. And it has no business working. Yeah, like, I know. Like seriously, you look at the idea real quick, folks. The, how the game works is we get an audience member on stage, we hand them a random script from a play, um, and we have them open it to a random page, and then they do a scene with one of our performers. But instead of the audience member actually inventing any dialogue, they literally just read the script word for word from whatever it says, and the performer plays off of them and generates a scene out of the deal. You would think that there is no possible way that this game would work, and it always does. Somehow or another, it always comes... Like, what was it? Little Miss Sunshine was the script yesterday. Yeah. And he had to speak Cherokee or some In nonsense. the beginning. He started, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> he was he speaking. I thought that was a movie with Steve Carell where they go to some... Don't they get on a VW bus and they go to a competition? I think that's a completely different Little Miss Sunshine. No. <laughs> well, I'm but very this... confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, like, like last night's was, was just amazing because, yeah, because you would think, because you have like, what, like a half a dozen different scripts yeah. that you randomly choose, you know, you have, you have the audience member do that too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They, they randomly choose it, choose with, it. With, their backs, with the backs of the scripts to them so they can't even see what script they're doing. Yeah, we don't even then, know what it is. And then flipping through it, and then you got to stop, you pick a page. I mean, you know, an average, like, theater show is probably, like, what, 60, 70 pages, 80 pages? You know, it can vary depending yeah. upon the mm. length of the show. Yep. So, I mean, you're you're looking at one page out of this whole, out of out of one's play from seven different plays. Completely out of Com- context, yeah. yeah. And it, it worked. Like, again, the, the last night one was just amazing, and, you know, even though... <laughs> No, what was it? It was, he asked for the activity, and the guy said, burying a dog. Yeah. And it was like, no, 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 okay. And, How about oh, something that doesn't board involve games. Death. Okay, but it still brought the dog thing in, and it, it totally just meshed exactly yeah. right. Like, like what she said worked with what the, the play was, was having the, the audience. I, was, I just, I yeah. love that. And that's I love the fun it. thing, is usually those callbacks that we as performers, because yes, I do perform. I am in the troupe myself. Yes, he Yes, is. by the way, Dan uh, is one of the eight. Yes, so I'm doing double duty here. Uh <laughs> As a performer, it's not always a conscious decision to do a callback like that. Sometimes, just because we're... Part of doing improv is you turn off your filter, which is dangerous. Because then bad things come out of your mouth, such as burping. (laughs) 
Don't talk skip. about that, Dan. I'm sorry, man. We're not I'm allowed sorry. to talk about that on this podcast. <laughs> part of it is you turn off that filter, and the things that you hear just bubble back up to the top of your head. We've had some in-jokes and shows that we just keep bringing back and back just because, well, first of all, they're funny. The audience is in with us. It pulls them in real close, but it's never really a conscious decision. Every once in a while, we'll do it on purpose, but most of the time, it's just... It, it happens. Yeah. See, that's why I like coming back to the shows every time is because I wait and I listen for those in-jokes. Like, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you reference something from a previous show, for somebody like me who's been to almost every one of them, mm. it's that much more funny because, you know, it's funny in its own right, but for me, I'm sitting there going, holy crap, that's what happened last time, which <laughs> might have been like three weeks ago or a month ago. And, you know, but it was still, it was, it was funny. And I, it's, it's funnier when I know that you're pulling stuff from a previous taping, or a previous show. So. And, and it bears mentioning, by the way, that half of the reason why we enjoy doing what we do so much is because it's still funny to us, too. Remember that we don't tell them anything. They don't know any of the stuff that they're about to do. And I'm not even just talking about the performers playing the games. I mean, the, everybody else, too. I don't spill the beans on anything to anybody until the show is actually on. So half the time, you'll see two or three people up playing a game and five people sitting on the chairs in the back line, howling, laughing, laying down <laughs> across chairs because they're literally busting a gut themselves. And, that, you know, and it it's one of those things where it's addictive. I mean, you know, you watch these games, you watch these guys, and, I mean, these are eight smart, funny, quick people, you know, well, most most of the time quick, depending on what game we're playing, but although they can't count to five to save our lives, but that's a different story. The alphabet's a whole other issue. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It seems like the easiest things are tends to be the most difficult, you know. Yeah. That's because you're framing it in a way that you're supposed to do something, and you take that filter away, you just can't do stuff anymore. <laughs> it's okay, because I'm sitting in the audience when it's, you know, it's a number of words, and I'm trying to, like, count along and trying to, is that, is that the right number? And I'm, I I lose track sometimes of how many how many words did that did they just say, and it's like, I don't know, I forget it. One of Two my, words easy, no problem. One Five. of my ideas for the world's most dangerous improv game, part two, yeah. is I would like to get a paintball gun, and every time somebody screws up a number of words of the alphabet, shoot them. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think it's going to get very violent I think that would be the best thing. Why do you hate us so much? <laughs> <laughs> what did we do? We make funnies. What's wrong? So this, so this is the podcast where we learn the downfall of funnies. <laughs> there you go. So this is the moment. Hey, I haven't done it yet. I'm just dreaming about it <laughs> in my the, off days. This, this is when it's going to come. They're going to come back to this episode when the show is no more going, that was the start of it. That right was there. the beginning of the end. That was Stupid it. Bill. That's when Bill started planning on cutting off our fingers. <laughs> so, Bill. You know about is, that? Damn it. <laughs> aside from most dangerous game ever had. Part du. Part du. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite game that we play? My favorite game, I think that you guys play, is probably the Quirk games. And I sort of lump them all together because most of them have a similar vibe to them. No, you know what? I will take that back. My favorite game is Press Conference. This is the one where where Rob does. Rob has a, uh, an accomplishment that. and he doesn't know what it is. And three reporters are asking him leading questions to try and get him to guess what it is. Rob... Um, is a wonderful guy, and I love him to death. And I'm not sure if he's pretending to be confused or if he really is lost half the time, but it, he sells it so well that I'm willing to roll with it no matter what it is. And we've made him be some terrible things. Last night he was the first man to ever win the Miss America pageant. Yes, um, that was wonderful. That, big last time big was accomplishment the, for him. Really. Yes, that, yeah. was, that was pretty good. That last was pretty time was the, uh, he was the man who went to the, went to the moon and came back. What was that? Yes, he won Joan, a Joan Rivers yes, lookalike contest yeah. once. He went to the moon and found out it really is made it's, of green cheese. Yes, that was a, that was a Gouda one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
punny humor like that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you should come to. This our is show what the for. internet is for. It's what it's is really about. Learning that this is the and porn and porn. Yes, of course. But <laughs> again, that's also copyrighted, so I don't know if we can talk about. That. I don't know what you're talking about. I just came up with that. The internet is for prawn, is what it's yes. for. Yes, there you that's go. what it's for. PR Legal. with the zero with a line through it and prawn. You once once bit my sister. What? <laughs> one of the games. Look at me being the focused one. I'm the. Well, I had a question and he rambled off for a while. I'm sorry. Right, so. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> one of the games that we're hoping to work in into our sets uh, in the very near future is going to be called On Location. Um, this is one where we will put up a video behind. It's very similar to press conference, instead of except for instead of it being um, all verbal, it's going to be a, a sight gag where there's an actual video playing behind the reporter on location while the people back in the home office ask him questions or whatever. Um, and we're really looking forward to that. The good news is that we've got the video technology both in the house and traveling. You know, I, I happen to own short throw projectors that do a pretty decent job of making a big picture. So, you know, we can actually do this sort of thing at different venues, which is awesome. Because so. yeah, I definitely do, I definitely do like it. Obviously, people at home cannot uh, cannot see this, but uh, I'll take a picture. Too bad we of don't it. have some sort of camera, the that camera can device, that information. You know, some sort of like this. So I'm just gonna take a picture from right now. Yep, and Bill's in it. But yeah, that's, that's cool. Look great. Yeah, uh, okay. So <laughs> that item right there uh, that you can see in and in, in the, the notes for this, well, it, it, it's it's nice because it, it it does definitely. And you guys are very professional, so don't get, don't make don't Thank take you. this the wrong way. No, we're not. It, we don't it, get paid. It, it adds. Well, you're <laughs> that kind of professional. You're an artistic professional. What do you mean that kind of professional? You know what I'm meaning, sir. Anyways, uh, right. can I hit him with a water bottle? You can bottle hit him with a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> what will this sound like? It sounded like that. I'll there add in like bloody sound effects hey! and like glass breaking and stuff later, so to make it really dramatic. Um, no, so it, I, I like the I like the big screen behind it because it definitely does add a a, a, a a bigger, grander sense to the the whole show. Um, you know, before I've been mean, not saying that before because I know you guys had like the the projector up on the side of the stage, mm -hmm. uh, shooting on just like a normal projector screen. I mean that that definitely still was it was really good. It was interaction because at least there was text you know pointed to the audience, letting them know what's going on. But I do like this you know the big screen behind them yeah. all, so people can see. It's that. funny the theater that we're in, gentle listener, um, ha did not have this projector until the Wassels did their first show here in September. And the entire board of directors at the time saw the projector and was like, that's the coolest thing ever. Can we get one? And I said, yes, yes, you can. <laughs> and I installed it in their ceiling the next week. And then we actually used it for, um, for um, we, we can actually project uh, backdrops for plays on it. We had the way, that, the way that I set it up, you can actually project. Matter of fact, we did so for two shows mm -hmm. immediately following. So, yeah, but it works out really well. And, and the neat thing about it is, like, there's a lot of, what, what I call hidden information games, where some of the performers know something and some of them don't, or vice versa. Um, and those games, we project whatever the, the, the hidden knowledge is for the audience to see. So that way the audience can be in the know. So they get that laugh because they see the ridiculous thing that's about to happen before they even see it happen. And we've got, you know, we have one of our production assistants actually mans the slideshow and has got pretty good comedic timing on triggering that slide right at the moment that the person starts to do their bit. So yep. that way you get the laughter working into them actually doing the, the performance. It works really well. And it's the, I mean, it's the exact same thing. Like the timing is right down to exactly what, like whose lion did, whatever mm -hmm. they would have it up on the, on the screen, you yep. know, for the audience at home. It was that right moment, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it, 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 yeah, I definitely agree that the timing of the slide coming up does aid a little bit into just the, the ongoing humor for the show. And, you know, so. it's it's goofy because when I first started putting this thing together, I didn't realize how many little details there are that really matter. Like, for instance, we have 
shirts. We have Funkin' Wassel shirts. And I was very insistent, even from our very first performance before we had the official shirts, that everybody wear a solid color, no print, different colors. And we coordinated colors because not everybody is going to know everybody on stage. So worst case scenario, they can say, I really like the girl in purple. She's really funny, you know, or whatever. And it gives people a way to differentiate performers that won't necessarily know you and then hopefully come back. You know, because we wear that shirt for every performance and they'll be like, oh, I love that guy, you know, and you get moments like that. And it's little goofy stuff like that, that I, you know, I think oh, yeah. make, make us almost professional. Do we get to call ourselves almost professional? I think at this point you have an official podcast now going off oh, a lot of interviews. make us professional? You're a professional. Is it really an official podcast? Well, this is the official podcast interview. See? Okay. Uh, I, I think that means true. he's paying us. He's paying us? Well, I'm if we're paying professional. Sweet. Yes, we finally made money. So <laughs> I shouldn't tell you that I'm paying you guys in kindness? Aww. How about a half-drink bottle of water? Gentle listener, if you could see the super cute look that he just gave us <laughs> as he said that, you would be pitter-patting in your little heart. And that's how I earn money. <laughs> Ew. You earn money. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so I got, I got like one more question. We got about like about 10 more minutes or so, and I think we can cap, we'll cap before this off. Uh, yeah, the way that I talk one hour. question, it'll take 10. So we'll, we'll, we'll do the one last question of the hey, show. shut up. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll do uh, – the, the one thing I was wondering, because you mentioned like uh, – that, like with the games, like because I, I know Rob always does, uh, like you said, the, the, press the press conference. Now, that was something I was wondering. Now, is was there like a time where you guys kind of went through it and asked, like, you know, who would be interested in doing it? Because I noticed Absolutely. that there is always a, a recurring a time. These people, <laughs> oh, you know, this person's always this, you know, Rob's always on the press conference type well, thing. Well, so. and, re- and it, it, we, we've actually had that conversation numerous times at practices over the last few months while we were getting gearing up for these shows. Uh, because one of the things is that you don't want to make a performer do a, sh- a game that they're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a difference between failure is funny and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And and so and some of the games are more challenging than others. I mean, and I'm not saying that the people that play the other games are in like the remedial wassels or anything <laughs> like that. But you know, we've got that's our other troop. That's our other troop. Yes, <laughs> remedial backups, remedial wassels. <laughs> there you go. We do have mini wassels, though. Yeah. We've had that conversation. The little yes. wassels. Yeah, the little, little wassels. wassels. There you go. Yeah. Well, there's but, a whole clan of you guys. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a, there's a million of us. No, because there's only like one person in each one of those groups. <laughs> yeah, we're here till Saturday to try the veal. No, but, um, no, but um, yeah, we do have certain people that, that really enjoy playing certain games, certain people that don't enjoy playing certain games. Um, like, for instance... Um, we do a hoedown at the end of every show, and Dan, you, we couldn't pay him to do the hoedown because. Oh no, you could pay me to do the hoedown. <laughs> oh, you'll really? you'll gr- gladly do it. I'm then, not saying how you? much it would be. But <laughs> right. Okay. I wouldn't have to pay my car payment that much. Fair, <laughs> fair point. But anyway, the point is that some people are good at some games and enjoy playing them, and some people aren't. And one of the things that if you're in the entertainment industry you learn really fast is that if you're not having fun, they're not having fun. I mean, if you're not enjoying, you know, you feed off the audience, but they feed off of you, obviously. So if you are up here and you're struggling because you're miserable, they're not going to find you funny no matter what you're doing. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You can say the funniest thing in the world, and if you look like you're in physical pain, it's not going to sell. And so you got to get people up here that are playing games that they enjoy. Um, And sometimes there are just certain people that are just amazing at a certain game, and I cannot in good conscience not have them play it. Like, for instance, Marion in Foreign Film Dub. Oh, Marion. I cannot have Marion not play that game because she is so ridiculous with her foreign languages (laughs) 
Here, whoop, whoop, whoop. From yesterday, yes. Sir. Copenhagen, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. <laughs> wagon. You got to throw a wagon in oh, there. Oh, there's lots of wagons, yes. Dobbin, dobbin, bobbin, yeah. And, and she's so bad that she wraps around to being good, you know? Again, it's like one of those... Very things. circular motions. <laughs> it, is, it really is. And, you know, we can't. I can't ever bench her on that game because, really, who's going to be funnier than that? I mean, you know... Sorry, Marion. So, no, we love you, Marion. Don't be sorry. You're doing just fine. You'll be there forever. We also make her the sportscaster and weird newscasters for that exact same reason because she doesn't know a damn thing about sports. So whenever we put her up there, Perfect she's person. like, exactly. She's Perfect like, person. and then there were sports. And then she does whatever the thing is she's supposed to do. And it's great because you just can't get mad at her anyway. Oh, no. She's a wonderful, wonderful human being. Yes, she is. And that's the thing is that we have, I mean, this, this whole group is just, amazing people that I feel like are an honest to God gift to work with. They really do. I would not want to do this with anybody else. I just wouldn't. So with that, except maybe Dan, what happens, you know, I personally like the guy who always wears the gray shirt. He's my favorite. Uh, he's sexy. He's very sexy, very he's attractive. Funniest uh, person in the world. He he does a really great Popeye impersonation. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the Popeye impersonation by that gentleman. Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the easier you think the role is you're going to give somebody, the bigger the chance they have to completely tank it in front of a paying audience. Oh, that was, that was painful. That was brutal. <laughs> oh, you should have been doing it. That was, <laughs> it was much worse doing it than watching it, trust me. Ooh, that was bad. Wow, that was bad. Uh, but no, so what my, what my question actually was before I brought that up. Uh, no, so so speaking of like the people in the show, like what would happen? Have you ever gave thought to what would happen if somebody wasn't able to attend or somebody is actually able to come? Yeah, actually. Um, is there like a backup? For well, we, first off, we, <laughs> do, we first off we actually do have a backup wassail. We had there is a ninth wassail, uh, Don, who was in the original show in September, um, who for health reasons couldn't commit to doing the full schedule of shows for 2012 but would be happy to step in if something happened and we needed we needed another person. Having said that, we could do a show with as few as four people and not have to cut a single game. Okay. I mean, we could do... We would probably have to make it a shorter show just because it would exhaust the performers to do a two-and-a-half-hour show where they were constantly getting up, getting out. You know, it would just be really like tiring. Like Catholic service is what it would, yeah. Yeah, it, <laughs> it would be brutal. It and would, about the same amount of time, too. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, it's funny because we look like we're having a great time up here, but it's work. I mean, you really are. You're tired by the time you're done with one of these shows, or at least I am. Yeah, and I'm sitting behind a desk. I'm not even... <laughs> you don't even one. move. I move sometimes. You move up. for, like, one game. I move for a bunch of games, oh, sir. I guess you do stand up and walk toward the audience once and then walk back. Yes, that's. And there's steps and things. Oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. That's right. Whatever. Not like got, it's not like it's a handicap accessible. It's not like it's just exactly. walking down the ramp. If I could just like roll down the ramp, that'd be amazing. Oh, you could do that. That would be funny. Can we try that tonight? Yes. We'll just roll yes. you down the audience. Yes, we can. Whoever I'm, you run into the first, I, that's the person who has As to long as I am allowed to crowd surf afterwards. <laughs> I think that's up to the crowd. I, that we'll find out. Not really. If I just jump and they don't catch me, it's going to hurt them more it's than it hurt It's not surfing me. if you just fall. It's crowd sinking. Or something like that. Again, we've just witnessed the end of Funk. <laughs> Part D. Part D. There you go. See, Multiple that's a callback. That's a callback. That's how you do that. Was it planned or was it organic? It was organic. Oh, brilliant. Yes, I, organic I am. Planned. Thank you for noticing. No, um, but yeah, we, no, we could do a show. We could do a show with as few as four performers and a host if we really had to. Mm-hmm. And we actually are anticipating maybe doing some smaller shows um, okay. in the future. It just, it really depends on, because... You know, we we planned out all of these dates a long time ago. So we've, you know, all eight of our performers have had these dates locked in for a long time. Um, 
but you know if we book stuff in the future and we only can get four or five or six people or whatever then we'll do a show with four or five or six people Mm -hmm. and that's fine you know and most of the time when you do shows i mean it's very rare that we would do a two and a half hour show as at the stage of our careers that we're it, career you like that? careers <laughs> yeah. very at professional the, at the stage at the stage that we're at we're never going to get booked for a two and a half hour show as mm-hmm. it is I mean that's just not how it's going to no be no one we're, in their right mind would book we're going to be doing we're going to be doing show. our shows opening for other comedy acts we're going to be mm-hmm. you know pigtailing along with um, with other other acts so you know a 60 minute show is probably going to be the limit of what we're going to do anyway so that's re- that's easy to do with four four people we could do that without breaking a sweat yeah so yeah. And and you know the the performers that we have are really pretty passionate about what they do. So you know it's not like it's hard to convince them to be funny, you know, because they're pretty good at it usually. Well, most of you, but oh, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> not everything's gold, Bill. Not everything is gold. Some <laughs> that's things, a good call some things are well. p- polished turds. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, but they look very very nice. Yeah, that's why they're polished. And yes. So, Bill, what's the uh, the future of the Wassels? Are we introducing more games in the near future? Yes. Are we doing more shows? What's going on? Yes, we absolutely have some more games. Uh, more games for sure. Like I was talking about the on-location game, I really want to work that one in. Uh, sound effects is a game that I want to work in where one of our performers will have a microphone and do sound effects while another one pantomimes a scene. Um, we want to work on the game Hats. Uh, where we get a bunch of silly hats and have them shoot the first uh, sentence of a dating video. Um, maybe the game Props, where we get big goofy props and have them play around with them on stage for a while. Um, there's a couple other games that we are going to take back to the workshop and see if we can make funny or just cut them forever. <laughs> you know, then who knows? We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff. And as far as other shows go. I want to kind of play that a little close to the vest because we haven't booked them yet, and I don't want to be advertising a thing that might not be happening. Are we available for shows? We Bill? are most definitely <laughs> available for shows. And uh, how would they contact us, Bill? <laughs> it's really easy to ask questions thanks. when you know what the things you should talk about are. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have gotten there without your help, man. I appreciate that. Uh, we have a website, funkinwassels.com. That's F U N K I N W A S S E L S.com. He spells like a boss, man. Yeah, it's because I'm amazing. I've been like Funkin', Funkin' what? And you just Google it. There there you go. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Facebook page and a Twitter account. Uh, both of them, Funkin' Wassels. It's not hard to find. <laughs> Funny enough, no one's taken that name yet on the internet. I can't imagine I know, why. it's sucking. Shocking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I would say that the best way to, if you're, if you're interested in booking us, the best way to go is to look at our website. Start there because all the contact information is on there. Um, we're hoping to maybe post a, a couple video clips here and there if we can talk to our buddy Jeff here. And you know what we should do is we should record a podcast. We should do a Where podcast. we talk about the Wassels, and we could put that on the internet. Are we going to do that? That'd be a good idea. That'd be awesome. Do All right. Let's stop doing can this. Can we start Let's over, please? Because I feel like we failed. There we go. <laughs> That's a great idea. So. <laughs> so. No, check us out on the, on the internet, please, and love us. There you go. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I appreciate the interview. That was fun. Uh, we... I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us for the last hour uh, yeah. about this, and uh, hopefully mm-hmm. we can, hopefully it'll you know shed some light on some people who maybe have heard of it but haven't been here yet, and would definitely want to make them come here. I the, know the, I've, I've enjoyed it every single. Ladies time, and gentlemen, so. the more the merrier. I yeah. promise. It's the the more the. I mean, it's just it's always a good time. Yep, it's nice cheap entertainment. And you're helping out local theaters. It's always a good thing. Yep, come absolutely. out and see us, and Very then have good. a good giggle. There you go. Or two. <laughs>
Well, more than one giggle would be And preferred. alcohol. If you only giggle, yes. yes. Alcohol is <laughs> We should have led with that. Yeah. There <laughs> is alcohol here. <laughs> I've been drinking it for the last three hours. Speaking of which. What? No, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Jeff, I wish we had some sort of sign-off that we could do fancily. Like I know. Enjoy your burrito or have a week or... Um, do we have a good one right now? I don't think I have one. Well, right goodbye. Now. How about goodbye? Goodbye is just so mainstream. Kim, That's think true. of a quick sign-off. We need a hipster sign-off? Like a way to say, uh, you know, goodbye, thanks for listening, check it out later. How about that? We can try saying goodbye, thanks for listening, check it out later. I've always been fond of peace out, homie G-slice, but I don't know if that'll work. I'm a little too either. white to say things. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too white. I'm, I'm too white for a sign-off. There's a reason I don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I'm too white for a sign-off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm too white interview podcast we don't even have a name wow. yet i don't know that sounds like a good podcast and you're worried name, about so. me getting sued for talking crap about brad sherwood are you kidding me brad's <laughs> funny i disagree yes, with is. your evaluation of brad sherwood i didn't say he sucked i said con was better yeah oh you want to just leave it with the i'm too white for a sign off <laughs> i think we should just stop recording it sometime. all right we so i'm gonna figure it out when the sound file ends and and recording <laughs> Great sound. Said with all sorts of enthusiasm. <laughs> and then recording. Holy crap. For more information about this project and other things we're currently working on, visit our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash ghost hat.